I've always been very confused as a child and even till now. So I just started crying. Like I was just in class and nobody knew why I was crying. Nobody saw me actually. I just put my head on the table and I was just crying and crying and crying. Hello, hello. Hi, friends. Welcome to the first ever episode of the D-Digest podcast. I'm your host, Divine Ume, as usual. <laughs> Guys, I'm so happy to be here. Like, I have dreamt of this day. I've thought about this day. I have manifested this day. I've done a lot for this day. And this day is finally here today. <laughs> I didn't mean to rhyme that just came out but anyways guys I'm so excited and so happy to have you guys here have you guys listening and I thought that this first episode should just be like an introductory episode where I kind of just tell you guys a little about myself I mean I'm gonna be telling you guys about myself along this whole journey but I feel like let's get to know each other let's get to know who Divine Ume is and hopefully I get to know you guys as well so in fact if you're listening to this podcast right now go check us out on all our social media platforms Leave me a comment saying your name, where you're from. Yeah, just your name and where you're from. I want to know you as well. And any other thing you feel comfortable sharing, just let me know. I want to know you guys. I want to know my audience. I want to I want to have a conversation with you guys, okay? So wherever you are right now, yes, I'm talking to you. YouTube, Instagram, just head over there. Find us where are D-Digest and leave us a comment telling us where you're listening from and your name. So yes, who is Divine Ume? Um, Divine Ume is a 23 years old young lady who is passionate about sharing her stories and the stories of others and her experiences with the hopes to just inspire people to live better and do better. Um, what am I currently doing at the moment? So I'm a YouTuber. A lot of you guys will know me from YouTube. I have a YouTube channel called The Experience um, where I basically share my life experiences. I show people around Lagos and places to have fun and experience Lagos because I'm currently living in Lagos at the moment. I'm sure I've said that already, but yeah, I also just share like my general advice, my, what I'm currently loving, my friends, my family, my stories, whatever is exciting me at that point in my life. So you guys might want to go subscribe to my YouTube channel. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm also an entrepreneur. I have two businesses. I have a digital media agency where I provide solutions, digital solutions to brands, small businesses, individuals. Yeah. And I also have another business, which is like my pandemic baby. It's called Dzobo. We basically produce um, hibiscus drink, also known as Zobo, this part of the world. We provide that to supermarkets across Nigeria. So you might want to check us out on Instagram at Dzobo and every supermarket's close to you, near you. Yeah, <laughs> ignore the self promo. Okay, I just wanted to tell you guys a little about myself. So yeah, I do a little bit of this and that here and there everywhere um but my main passion is media i'm passionate about social media i'm passionate about digital media i'm passionate about everything media okay so that is my passion for now okay because it's always changing every other day <laughs> uh anyways guys i think that is all about me um what was my childhood like okay i grew up in a family of seven there's my mom dad and five children i am the fourth child i have one brother and four sisters three sisters Three sisters plus me making it four. That's four girls and one boy. Um, yeah, um, I'm like the middle child, fourth child. So yeah, that should tell you a lot about my personality. Yeah, just trying to let you guys know that I was the last born for like eight years. And just one day my dad was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to try for another child. And then they just had another girl making it four girls and one guy. So yeah, do what you like with that information. Um, yeah, so what else? Um, 
that's what my childhood was like. I was born and brought up in Lagos. So I've been in Lagos all my life. But I went to uni in the eastern part of Nigeria, Anambra State. I went to Namdi Azikiwe University where I studied linguistics and communications. I was like super brilliant, even if I have to say that myself. So and everybody expected that as the brilliant child, you're either going to study medicine or you'll be a lawyer. In my case, because I've always been into art. In fact, let me just let, let me just be honest. I've always been very confused as a child. And even till now, I've always been so confused. So like as a brilliant child that I was growing up, right? Everybody thought that, oh, you know, brilliant people go to science class according to this part of the world where we're in. So automatically I went to science class because I thought that that is where I belonged. I was in science class for like one week. And then I decided that, nah, this is not for me. Like my creative juices are going to die in this class. Like, yes, I'm brilliant. And I know that I probably can do this if I put my mind to it. But I knew that I had to go somewhere that would allow me to just be creative and just relax okay so after one week in science class i switched over to art class now those of you that know in nigeria those of you that know nigerians when you're in high school you get to choose between science art and commercial class so science class basically you'll be where you teach they'll teach you stuff like physics chemistry all of that art class literature english um literature english religious studies, all of that kind of stuff. And then commercial is basically for like accounting, finance, um, economics, stuff like that. Okay, so you have three, which one day we'll get into how, I don't know, I don't want to curse. One day we'll get into how messed up that is. Um, but yeah, basically, if you're in Nigeria, if you grew up in Nigeria, you basically have to choose between any of those three. So yeah, I started out in science and I just knew that science was not for me. As much as all my brilliant friends were in science, I just knew that it wasn't for me. Okay, so I had to go and find where I belong, where I belonged. And and then I went to, that was when I switched to art. I remember, I remember when I switched to art, one of my science teachers, I still remember him till today. And he called me and he was like, oh, is that how you want to waste your life? Is that how you want to waste your life with all this, your intelligence that you, you are going to add class at the end of the day with all this, your intelligence, you go and be hawking bread on the road. I remember this vividly because it was so funny now. Like, how do you tell a child that she's going to be hawking bread because she went to art class? And if you guys went to schools in Nigeria, you know that automatically there's like this racism against people that study arts. They just feel like you are, because you're studying arts, you're not as smart as a science kid. So you are dumb, you are unserious and you probably be hawking bread. So this man told me with his full chest that I'm going to be hawking bread because I went to art class. Okay. And <laughs> I remember just going back home more confused than ever because I'm like, I really respect this teacher. I really respect his opinions. And the fact that he's telling me that I'm going to be hawking bread because I'm, I'm studying at, it's kind of confusing. Should, did I make a mistake? Should I go back to science class? I was just confused that day. And then um, I remember my junior sister at the time, I think she was like five years old or six years. She was really young. And then she was like, oh, I was wrong. And I was like, yeah, I'm just confused. I don't know whether I should be in science or art class. She's going to remember that till today. And she was like, eh, but you like, she, like, she was like, you like dancing and singing. I was like, eh, so people that like dancing and singing, where do they used to be? I said, probably art, because it's like an art department. She was like, eh, they go to art then. And then that was how I made up my mind and I went to art. <laughs> it's such a funny story now that I'm thinking about it. Like imagine taking advice from like a five-year-old on like a career decision. But that's, that's who Divine Amaze, okay? Like that's who I've always been like. I I just go with the vibes. <laughs> okay. And then I went to art class. I remember the next week, I just went to art class. Everybody was like, oh, you know, welcome home. Um, my art teacher was like, you know, good to have me here. She was trying to like, you know, encourage me that it's not about being in science class. And I feel like I want to be in art class. I should just take my time and just see if I like it. Even if I don't like the art class, I can move to commercial or whatever it is. I can just keep feeling until I know what I'm looking for, and which I think is such great, amazing advice. Anyways, long story short, I decided to stay in art class. And um, 
I really like my time there, to be honest, because it wasn't so serious like science class. It gave me the time to be myself and to like have friendships with my fellow classmates and to just do things at my own pace. So I'm really happy with that decision of going to art class. And look at me today, like everything I'm doing has a little bit of science and art, but mostly art. So I'm kind of happy that I took that decision and I took that advice from my five-year-old <laughs> sibling of course there were, there were times where people would still come and tell me divine should be in science class even my dad still today believes i should have been in science class but sorry dad i'm now working in media <laughs> the one thing about me is that i have an excellent spirit in me so wherever i go i try to always make sure that i do my best so i was like the overall best in art and you know i was just really just doing my thing um so i just really do my thing so you know, I graduated from, I graduated high school. Obviously, I had a good result. So automatically, again, there's just the stereotypes for brilliant people. If you are good in science, then you have to study medicine. If you're good in art, then you have to study law. So automatically, I was like overall best in art in my school. So everybody just said, oh, you know what, you study law. So me and my coconut head, I said, okay, I'll study law. So jam came and I put in law to study law. Unfortunately, this Nigeria that we are in is, is is like the funniest country. Unfortunately, I applied for law, but they gave me linguistics and communications. Like, can you imagine? But then you know how Nigeria is. It's like, you just have to keep going with the vibes. That's the thing about this country. Like, you plan your life, but Nigeria comes and just plan it for you. So anyways, I got the, the opportunity to study linguistics and communications. And I went for it. I was reluctant at first because I was like, I didn't know anything about linguistics. By the way, if you don't know what linguistics is, it's basically studying the system of languages. And I was like, no, I'm too good for this course. I don't really think I should do it. Like, maybe I'll just, I'm still young. I should just write jam next year and see if I can get the law that I wanted. But deep down in my mind, I knew that I didn't even want the law. Like, I just wanted the law because you're supposed to want law. But I didn't really, really want the law. So anyways, my mom advised me at the time and she was like, you know what, it's not really about what you study in the university. It's about how good your result is and what you can make out of it. So just, you know, take the admission while you're studying linguistics you can still decide if you still want to go to law and all of that so i went on to study linguistics and while i was studying linguistics i was trying to transfer to law so basically the criteria before you can transfer to law you have to have a cgpa of 4.4.0 yeah so in your 100 level so i tried all i could to get that cgpa which i did i had a cgpa of i think about 4.2 or 4.1 my CGPA was really high at the time. So I was so confident that, yeah, I was finally going to transfer to law because it's either you use that route or you have to rewrite JAMB. And JAMB is basically like another examination to enter uni, university. So that happened. And when the time came for me to transfer to law, they were like, yeah, there's no slots right now. But if I join them, then I have to go back. I have to come back in 200 level. That is when they'll have a slot for me to join in. So I kept on just like going back and forth, like my linguistics and law department. So while I was having meetings with law, I was missing out on like my classes in linguistics. I was just confused. I didn't really want to settle down in linguistics and make friends because I knew that I would be switching to law. So I was just like in a very weird, confused state. Like I was in linguistics, but trying to move to law. I didn't want to make friends in linguistics because I knew I was making law and law wasn't ready to accept me because they didn't have any empty slots to accept new students. And it was, and the other the other thing with law is that if you join if you join law, they're going to take you back to 100 level in law. So here I was 200 level in linguistics with the hopes of transferring to law and starting from 100 level in law. So it was such a confusing state in my life at the time. I was just like, what am I doing? And 
I remember at the time I, because during that process, you have been going to a lot of offices, your dean, your HOD, meeting with a lot of people. So I remember walking into the office of my HOD at the time, and then he was like, um, what is that? His head that I'm trying to transfer, I'm trying to leave linguistics. I'm like, yeah, that I originally wanted to study law and I, they gave me linguistics, but I'm trying to transfer back to law. And he was like, that he has been seeing me going up and down, that, you know, that I'm missing out on the classes for linguistics and that law is saying that they won't take me this year. And even if they take me next year, I have to start from 100 level in law. So that's going to take me like another two years out of my time and I'll still be confused. So according to him, he was like, I should finish my linguistics degree. And then if after four years, I still want to um, go for law, then I can do law as a second degree instead of trying to transfer and missing out on the good part of like my um, linguistics degree. So I remember just going home that day confused as always. Like in my educational career, I've always been confused. Let me just put that out there. I've always been confused and I've just been going with the vibes. Um, and so that happened. So I went home that day and I was like, yeah, because I looked at my life. I remember one time I was in class. Um, I, I was going for lectures in my linguistics degree. I got to class. Everybody knew what they were doing. Like everybody was raising up their hand, answering questions. And this is someone that came fresh out of uni, fresh out of high school, top of the class you know setting expectations you know i thought i was brilliant you know and here i was in this environment with people that had like a passion for what they were doing people that knew where they were going and here i was trying to transfer to law not even sure if i wanted to do the law not even sure if law would accept me not even sure if it would work out and i'm in this linguistics that i don't even like and i literally have no friends here and i don't even know what's going on because i'm always up and about trying to transfer that i've missed out on the most part of this linguistics career this linguistics course so i just started crying like i was just in class and nobody knew why i was crying nobody saw me actually i just put my head on the table and i was just crying and crying and crying most of my friends from uni now would not even remember this day because i didn't even have any friends i was just crying in class because for me it was like what am i doing where am i going like why is nigeria frustrating me why didn't they just give me the law that i wanted from the inception why am i even in this class why am i even backward because now that i'm in this class yes i have a gp of 4.0 but i didn't even know how i got that gp i just read to pass i didn't even read to understand you know i just came out of high school with that same high school mentality just cramming things and pointing it down like i didn't even know what i was doing and i didn't even want to know so i was just like confused there crying crying and crying and crying anyway so i went home that day and after taking the advice from my hod i was like you know what I'm just going to focus on this degree and finish it and see where it leads. And if I still feel like I want to study law, like you said, I'm young because I was like 17 or 18 at the time. And it's like, by the time I'm done with this degree, I'll be like 21. So I can still do my law if I really wanted it. And so, yeah, that was how I just stopped chasing the law degree. I was like, you know what? This law people are trying to take me two years back in life that I've already spent. So I'm not even going to go to this law. And let me just settle for this linguistics that I have. Like a bread in the hand is what to in the bush. So that was how I started to focus on my linguistics career. Four years later, I graduated from the uni with a GP of 4.3. Yeah, 4.3 GP, which was pretty good. I really wanted to get a first class, but it didn't work out because of my confusion along the way. But, you know, we're still grateful for what we came out with. And during my time in the uni, I remember because I was studying this course that I didn't necessarily like. So, but I was good at it because I was reading and I was brilliant. So I was good at this course, but it wasn't something that I liked. So I was trying to, you know, just gather extra, ex, 
extra activities just to add more skills, more knowledge to what I already had. So I remember just saying, oh, you know what? I'm learning a system of languages. Why not learn languages so that I can see where to apply this knowledge to? And at the time in my school, they were giving like free Confucius lessons, which is basically Chinese lessons. So I enrolled with a couple of my friends. At that time, I already made some friends. You know, I'd already accepted my faith that I'm not leaving this linguistics department i'm gonna be here so I might as well just make the best out of it so i decided to make some friends i didn't decide to make friends they just found me we found ourselves and then they're still my friends today okay shout out to the farms those are like my girls for life um i made like five good friends and they're still my friends to date like we have our friend group whatsapp group and all of that which is so amazing so you know um we already i think we enrolled a few of us enrolled for these Chinese lessons and then I just started taking those lessons and that was how the passion for learning languages just started in my life. I started learning Chinese at the time. Um, fast forward, I graduated uni. I moved back to Lagos. I enrolled in a French school. I started learning French as well. So that's how I, I, that is how I started learning Chinese and French and now I'm speaking five languages just because of a decision that I took many, many years ago to just settle down and study linguistics so anyways that's it that's that should give you a little bit about like my life and growing up and all of the struggles and challenges that i when i, I went up to abia all the challenges that I, I, I encountered english is just leaving me today all the challenges that i encountered is a lot more you know that went on behind the scenes like in terms of even my modeling career um you know my the jobs I was doing alongside like my education, the other side jobs that I was doing, um, so many other stories that I, I'm so excited to get into in our subsequent episodes. But I feel like this should just give you guys a brief summary of like what growing up was like for me, what my educational career was like, how I got to this point in my in my life. And yeah. That is basically it for this episode. I just really wanted this to just be short and simple, just basically giving you guys an insight into what my childhood was like, especially like just my background, my educational background and professional background. In subsequent episodes, I'll be going into more depth and just sharing more stories with you guys. But this is just the tip, only the tip. And yeah, so every episode, we're going to be ending the episode by sharing with you guys what I'm currently loving at the moment, what I'm currently loving, what I'm currently hating, what I'm currently recommending and a word of advice. So what am I currently hating right now? I'm currently hating the state of my nation, Nigeria. A lot is currently going on at the moment. There's a lot of violence and anarchy going on, especially in the eastern part of Nigeria. And I'm not happy about it, okay? And it's really irking me. But I'm just going to channel all that energy, all that feeling to the 2023 elections. I'm going to make sure I do all that I can to make sure that I, I vote. I come out and vote. I come out and support. Do whatever I need to do to make sure that we start building the Nigeria of our dreams. And for now, I'm just going to pray and just hope for the best because that's really all that we can do um what am i currently loving right now i'm currently loving coffee like i'm obsessed with coffee i've always liked coffee the fact that you can have coffee in different ways and forms and still enjoy it is just the highest point for me like you have iced coffee bomb you have hot coffee bomb you have a latte bomb you have a dalgona coffee bomb you have Oh my God. Like it just is like an extension of my personality. It's the fact that I can be so many things and still come out great. It's just why I love coffee and coffee is currently what I'm loving. I'm even having a sip right now. 
yeah i'm currently loving every sip of it i'm recommending that you do something for yourself today take care of yourself whether that be going to go and make your hair or doing your nails or getting a full body wax or getting a massage obviously like have money first but you know just do something good for yourself today even if it's making yourself an ice cup an ice or hot cup of coffee just do something for yourself today and last but not the least word of advice what is my word of advice for today I think it's just don't be confused. Just don't be confused. Always seek for advice and just take action. That's it. Take action. Wherever it leads, just take action. Because if you don't ever do something, you never know the outcome. I mean, look at my life. I was confused for the most part of my educational career. But one thing that stood out from that story was the fact that I always took advice and I always took action. And the action led me to where I I am today. So don't just take advice and go and sleep or take advice and be confused and start crying. Take advice and take action. So yeah, that's my word of advice for today. Um, I can't wait to see you guys in the next episode, but I'm so happy that you guys joined in today to listen to our conversation. I can't wait to have you guys next week. So thank you guys so much for listening today. Um, do make sure to check us out on all social media platforms. We're on YouTube. We're on all streaming platforms. We're on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram as well at Digest. And I'll see you guys in our next episode. Bye.